Right, let us start. Let us begin. Okay, how do we start this, Nave? Two old radio heads going through six subjects in around 30 minutes with their opinions and stories thrown in. Bear in mind, we don't know what each other's subjects are. So I come up with three. You come up with three. Yes. And they are, they, I mean, it's very it's very strict. They are current affairs, culture, and a wild card. And we have on-the-spot, hilarious, spontaneous reactions to each other's amazing words. Bottom line is, you know, we meet up for a coffee every week. Yes. And you're not even having a coffee now because it's no. Lent or tea. Lent. You're, you're <laughs> off it. Exactly. Because so. <laughs> I had a problem, so I had to give it up. Exactly. We don't talk about that anymore. No. Well, actually, we do a special edition about that. I think I was on more than 10 cups of tea a day because I was at home, and I don't even know if I finished them, but it wouldn't surprise me if there are some days that I was so bored that I drank 10, 10 plus cups of tea. So it had to end. It had to end. It was terrible. Can we bear in mind that you are you are in work when you're at home, and yes. you are being paid for that kind of thing. You weren't bored from not working. I'm trying to save you No, here. thank trying you. To save <laughs> you here, but it's just like the... In work, it's exciting because you might get up to go to the loo and chat to Sheila, or you might go and get a cup of tea at 11 o'clock and you might meet, you know, I Nula. have seen you in RTE get up from your desk and not come back for about an hour and a half. And that all you were never doing was... happened. No, no, hold on. Let me, let me, <laughs> don't interrupt me. I'd interrupt you. <clears throat> so you, you get up from your desk... And you go, I'm just going down to the canteen, which yeah. is like, you know, it's 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 not very far away. No. But everyone stops to talk to you. Uh, it's networking. It's okay. an important part of the job. Yes. But it is funny because um, radio people by nature, I think, are a little bit chatty with each other. And <laughs> the radio centre is full of them. Yes. And so we do talk. And I think more than that, they all have the same opinion. Oh, there's Neve. That'll take us away from work for yes. 10 minutes. <laughs> Neve's a bit mental. What'll she say today? Or, yeah. or the fact that yeah. there's anybody that'll take us away from work for 10 minutes. So I do miss that, yeah, because now it's like, oh, there's my spare bedroom. There's my other bedroom. Oh, that's great. Now there's silence. Well, Let's we're, have tea. We're, we're back on gold um, this week, actually. I'm back on yes, gold. that's a big deal. <clears throat> Our tea gold is back. In, back, in back for the weekends. But the difference is I'll be broadcasting from here. Very COVID because we can do that. That's yes. that's exactly. <clears throat> Excuse me until until after it is okay to go back out there. That's exciting. We're, but we're lucky we have a studio here that we can we can do it from, and so so are, are some of the other guys there that um, are, are are able to do it from their own studio. What time are you on RTE Gold? <clears throat> uh, Sunday afternoons, one to three. That's exciting. Make sure you listen. I can't wait. It'll be wonderful. It probably will be the highlight of my weekend. <laughs> yes. I can't wait. I would love if you were doing it with me, but you know they said they couldn't afford you. I am very, I'm notoriously expensive. Yes, I you know You have that. to pay a lot of money to get me I, I to know. this podcast. I know. Yeah, an awful lot All of money. All the money I'm making from RTE Gold comes in here and goes back out to you to do That's this. a lot of money. I'm telling you. <laughs> um, we, we, we do have the, the porridge experiment to go through. Yeah, which is very exciting and it's very important. I did it myself. Oh, very good. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. And also, we got to say thanks to Mel for all that stuff she did on oh social media. Oh my God, media. Mel is... Just ah, the most geez. efficient, diligent, organised, on the ball person ever. And, and she listened to the podcast she did intently. Do, which is more than we do. <laughs> um, Thanks, Mel. What a, what a gift. Exactly. Um, she also said, um, would you ever say to Neve to turn on her Twitter and maybe... Tweet some stuff. Well, even just <laughs> even know, just I acknowledge that she's there. <laughs> exactly. She called it... I, Troglodyte. I never use any of that. <laughs> I think that's what she said. Anyway, she meant it in a good way. That's true. I read book smell. That's yeah. what I do. <laughs> exactly. I write letters. Yes, with yes. your quill. My quill. 
which I have one and that's what I do obviously that's how I uh, contact my my uh, friends and associates mm-hmm. and enemies yes yeah um, that's what I do uh, take a letter dear so and so etc etc please and uh, kind regards um, okay yes. we should probably start yes I'm Neve Bennett okay we haven't even done that yet <laughs> that's really terrible I'm Al Dunn welcome to our podcast yes. let's get on with it okay <laughs> first topic being current affairs what have we got a uh, very important current affairs story Oris and Ukderon has confirmed Michael D. Higgins has a new puppy in training. Oh, Jesus, if it's anything to do with dogs, dogs. they're all over it. I'm all over it. I'm yeah. all over it. RTE News, rte.ie forward slash news has um, this uh, amazing article. There you go with your there references There you go, with my references. Oh, yes. There you go. Uh, this, after the sad death of Shiada, his dog, uh, last September. Shiada meaning silk in Irish. Hmm. He has now added Mishnach to the crew. Uh, which means courage and he chose the name to reflect on the time we are in so Mishnuch is a five month old Bernese mountain dog and he joins Brode which means pride who's also a Bernese mountain dog and now Orson Uchtaran is an even happier place he's not going to start writing poems about it is he? I hope so okay once he doesn't start making people listening to them we'll be fine there was a call to have Shirtha immortalised in a statue so that people could pet her for all eternity when she sadly passed away in September of my last year. dearest Shirtha my dog <laughs> McCree <laughs> yeah I'm not a huge fan of poetry in the first place and I'm even less of a fan of his poetry it's nothing personal. I mean, nothing personal against the guy. Just you know. Oh. I love dogs. Yes. And I love the fact that Michael D. Higgins is not the tallest man in the whole world. Yes. And he has the biggest dogs. <laughs> I think that is the funniest thing, and it's amazing when they jump up and they give him the paw, and it's just wonderful. Yeah. Do you know what's funny? I mean, we both go walking at various times, and you see people with these big, huge dogs, the big yes. wolfhoundy type. They are enormous. They're gigantic. Yes. What kind of houses do those people have? I mean, obviously I you wonder. live in a castle, you'd be able to do that. But most people I do wouldn't. live in a castle. Yeah. Uh, my dog is four inches tall. Yes, you've the so smallest <laughs> you the exact opposite. You've the smallest thing. I'm in the, the world's world. smallest dog and uh, the nicest dogs to her are always the biggest dogs. So right. they have nothing to prove. I think small dogs see her and they go, finally, someone we can beat up. <laughs> but they don't know the power of Stevie. Yeah. Stevie's a crazy girl. And if you if you beat up Stevie, she will come back. She loves it. Yeah. She loves the attention. So she she will try and be your friend no matter what you do. But the big ones do seem to be fairly placid. Any of them they're that placid. I've come across, they're, they're lovely yeah. dogs. They're just they're enormous. Huge. They're gigantic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tommy Tiernan had a Bernese mountain dog and right. he used to always talk about it in very funny ways and say that it dominated every room he ever went Would into. With it. They're so big and they're so hairy and he's very funny about it. I don't think the dog lived very long though because... They're so they're implausibly big. Yeah, like they're too big almost for their hearts and stuff. Like oh that god. Thing. Yeah, I've worried about that because my dog is so small, but her heart goes so fast. She's the bravest person I've ever met. She's amazing. She's anyway, do- a dog needs. She's the best person in the world. Yeah. You were. You sent me a very <laughs> a very funny picture of her earlier. What the hell was she doing in the plants? She loves getting into plants. Yeah. That's her kind of her safe space. Her um. She loves to hide, so she loves to get into rooms she's not allowed in. There's one or two rooms that have carpet that she's still not prepared for because we're still not, we're, we're 90% toilet trained. <laughs> right. We're nearly there, which we can handle on, on wooden floors, but we cannot handle it on the carpet because yeah. of the, um, Obviously. and you can't find the wee on the carpet either. Ooh. It's awful, it's a secret wee. <laughs> uh, so she gets into those rooms and she hides under, she hides. So being in the plant pot is a good place to hide. Another place to hide is under the couch but she leaves her tail sticking out she always forgets about the tail uh-huh. always gives her away would do wouldn't it hasn't worked it out yet hmm. but she is very smart right I suppose we better do my current yeah. affairs subject <clears throat> it's not doggy related whatsoever 
I didn't ever think that it would be. Hmm. You've gone off the, uh, the the gothic stuff now and you're you're doing more about dogs, aren't you? I'm trying not to do more about dogs, but I don't want to be... But a, as soon as there's a dog story, as as you're, I, you're in there. Like I, can't, a, I can't help it. Yeah. But I just don't want to be a repeat offender because I don't want to always talk about the same thing yeah. because I have range. Oh. Diversity. Ooh. And um, dynamic content. I'm going to steal all that for my uh, CV. I think that you should <laughs> put that in. What jobs are you applying I've, for? I haven't decided yet, but okay. be, I will. I, I tell you, if I put that in, I'll impress myself. I'll hire you. Okay, thanks, Nick. My dog walker. <laughs> exactly. Don't forget to pick up the poo. Oh, yeah. Dynamic range. <laughs> What's he Take got? Oh, he's got dynamic range. <laughs> I like this cut of his jib. You do, actually. You're, you vocally have excellent dynamic range. Well, you could do thank a you. lot of different, a lot of different voice things. Appreciate that. True. If only more people who made commercials thought that way, I could make a lot more money. Well, I'm sure they're all listening to this podcast. <laughs> exactly. I can do an ad for you. <laughs> Whether it's a, I'm shouty, buy something, or open today. That's really scary. <laughs> do you think? <laughs> yeah, it's like haunted houses. Yeah, you get close to the mic. It's it's an old, it's, it's for, um, for, for scary movies, actually, if you want to know. <laughs> this summer, we're going to scare you. Like doing those kind of things. Um, yeah, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So I'll get. To I'll do an ad for anyone. <laughs> um, right, uh, current affairs. Current affairs. There's two things here, and I, I saw something earlier on. Uh, you uh, always look at it as if it's offensive. You're like, yeah, oh, I do. Two because here. it's just oh. like neither of them are going to. If they're not amusing me, the only thing that is, as soon as I say them, you'll actually, you'll, you'll enhance and make them good. That's the only thing that keeps I do me. have dynamic range. Yeah, yes, indeed. Yeah. That Neve, do you know what she has? Oh, yeah. Serious problems. Dyna- well, apart from that, <laughs> she has serious problems and dynamic range. Dynamic rage. <laughs> that is definitely something you have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Particularly when you're out doing your competitive walking or whatever. So competitive. competitive yeah. Uh, Veronica calls on councils to support plans for increased cafe seating ahead of outdoor summer. Okay. So good. That's all I've got. I've just got a, head, a headline, yeah. right? It's because I did, I'm not going to read the story. I don't care. <laughs> um, but I needed something for current <laughs> affairs. And <laughs> well, it is true. It would be great to have more spaces to sit outside, especially if some of us are vaccinated. Then and what about if, if you want to drive up that street? Oh, of course. I'm being controversial here. Yes, you are being controversial. Mm-hmm. I suppose it depends where the street is. Mm. Sorry, I had me go to just to. <clears throat> Just to get back at you for not having one. Um, yeah, no, I think it's probably a good idea. I thought we both think it was a good idea. That's the end of that. That's great, isn't it? That's that for current affairs. Really, That's really done. good current affairs piece. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I'll do the other one now. Yeah, go for it. Um, Mike Brewer is coming back to the UK to do uh, Wheeler Dealers. And Ant is staying in the US. And you're looking very blank. And that's why I wasn't doing that. <laughs> Mike Brewer. Mike Brewer, who does, who does um, Wheeler Dealers. I am really sorry. Yeah, no, he had a big bust up with Ed China about five years ago. Never heard of any of these people. Yeah, exactly. That's why, you know, I went with the Veronica (laughs) thing. That's for our car fan. Uh, Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, And luckily enough, we're gone by our time for current affairs. I thought we would have because you were stalling majorly. Yeah, well, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) It took us five minutes to get into it before we even got to our blooming names. Um, Culture. It was World Book Day yesterday. Oh, yeah. Which was March 4th. Yeah. And I know I talk about books a bit too much. Yeah. 
So I am aware that I do that. The dynamic range here is not is, exactly as yeah, rangy not shining. as it might be. No, yeah. no. It's not like a range dogs over. Dogs and more books. What's we going to talk about this week? Probably dogs and books, yeah. but it was World Book Day. Yeah, it was, yeah. And so I thought that because it was World Book Day, let us... Talk about books. Take a trip back to the garden of our youth. Okay. And read the independent.ie and look at the top 50 children's books. So, top 50 must-reads can for I, kids. Can I just say, I mean, firstly, you work in RTE Junior. I do. This is just, so is this a way of, of a plug, being a plug Plugging for my, where you are? Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot that. I do a podcast about kids' books. Hey, Neve. Oh, I forgot that. We love books. Listen wherever you get your podcast. Make your kids listen. Anyway, <laughs> um, I... I'm very passionate about kids' books. One of the great disappointments of my adult life is that I don't read as much as I used to when I was a kid because I was voracious Yes. until my mid-twenties. And that's a big failing in my life. You need to look up um, that word. <laughs> uh, so I, I looked at the top 50 books and I've pretty much read them all. And I'm very grateful to my mom for having bought all these books for me, pretty much. Um, there's so much great stuff there. Uh, so if we just look at the top 10, so we have Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, Mark Twain, yeah. Treasure Island, Robert Louis Stevenson, mm. A Bear Called Paddington, and Michael Bond. At number 7, BFG, was the first big book I ever read. Ah. There's a lot of roll down on this list. 6, yeah. James and the Giant Peach. Another great one. I just ate those up. Uh, Black Beauty by Anna Sewell. That was fabulous. I watched the TV program. That is just as good. Mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh. You'd probably watch the TV program for that at some point nah, with your kids. not particularly. Well, prob- possibly Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, you see, I, I would have let them watch it, obviously enough. If cartoons aren't funny, I generally just don't bother. Well, the Christopher Robin movie, which I think was called Christopher, Christopher Robin. Robin, yeah, <laughs> was excellent. Yeah. And I think even you wouldn't hate it. <laughs> I think I think even you Oh, would stick that the on the poster, <laughs> you know. You yeah. won't hate this movie. And there should be a big picture of you looking really grumpy <laughs> above That above is just it. any yeah. picture of me. So we are onto the top three kids' books of all time. Mm-hmm. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe oh, yeah. by C.S. Lewis, which was based on Christian beliefs. Can't remember what exact, right? Was it Anglican beliefs? But it's basically all metaphorical. Number two, Alice in Wonderland. Yep. It was Carol. Yep. Uh, some controversy over him. True. Uh, and number one, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I interview kids all the time. Not as much as I used to. Now we do it over Zoom. It's yeah. very depressing. Mm. But every single time I ask a kid what their favorite book is, they all say something by Roald Dahl. Pretty much. They'll say other things as well, but most kids, most kids have Roald Dahl up there and it's amazing that after all this time he's just getting bigger and bigger and better and better. It's good to see kids still reading. Kids love books. Mm. I do have a podcast called We Love Books. Yes. Poor kids. You may have mentioned that. Good. Make your kids um, make your kids listen to it. Make your kids listen to it. But um, yeah, it's just brilliant that parents still love reading to kids. It's, it's their, apparently, according to this article, it's a, one of their huge bonding experiences. It is a great thing to do. And kids love being read to, and it's magical. I used to do it, and I, I loved doing it because I could do the voices, and I'd do the voices. Oh, I bet you did the best voice. I bet you were Stephen Fry good at voices. I, I fancied myself as, I don't know if you're old enough to remember Jack and Ori. Yes, yeah, yes, right. yes. Fancy myself doing that. So yes. the only way I could do it was when the kids were growing up, you could read to them. They just got, oh, Dad, for God's sake, will you just read the book? <laughs> <laughs> no appreciation whatsoever. That is terrible. That's I'm there, like, overacting <laughs> and giving them and getting into character. And they're, oh, jeez, will you so shut up? embarrassing. That's yeah, the problem exactly. with having a voiceover artist and, and DJ as a dad. <laughs> well, you know, that they, don't, they don't appreciate it. Yeah, some people will pay big money. I'm telling you. <laughs> they get it for nothing. And what happens? Oh, Ugh. will you? Oh, come on. Do you have a favorite kids' book? 
From your own youth. From my own youth. I was never a child. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> they didn't have books back in my day. <laughs> they, well, I used to read, I remember reading a series of books, and I can't remember who wrote them, but I went checking them out in the, on the internet um, a couple of years ago. And Bobby Brewster was a, was a character, and I can't remember why. I used to go to the library. The library was just up the road from the school. So on the way home, I used to pop into the library. And um, I, I remember reading that series of books. Which there could have been 12 or 15 of them over there. Um... Other books, I probably read some of the. I mean, <clears throat> the the what would I definitely did Alice in Wonderland, the Huckleberry Finns, those uh, Roald Dahl. I was probably he, they were probably new books when when they I they probably was, were. You know, you know. And if you kept them, they would have been worth a well, exactly. fortune. Yeah, had I had them in the first place. I interviewed an author the other day who had several first edition Roald Dahls, huh. and yeah, they're just worth an absolute fortune. Yeah, she just happened be. to buy them at the time and just loved books, so she kept them. Yeah, your culture piece. My culture piece. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for that for taking me um, Again I was going to do horse racing I think we may stay away from that Okay you, yeah. <laughs> Given the recent you controversy know, Exactly yeah I was yeah. I was saving it for Cheltenham Which is which is the week after next So we may come back to it next week Because everyone okay. has forgotten about it by then yeah. um, So what I've come up with is Singer Ian Brown has pulled out of headlining a festival Over his refusal to play events That accept vaccination proof As condition of entry now, what I thought was funny about this, right? yeah, he's an idiot. But um, what what I thought was interesting, he put up on a, on his Twitter feed, "I'm not going to play any any uh, festival, uh, or I'm not going to play get on any stage uh, which will only accept vaccination as proof, uh, vaccination proof as condition of entry." And someone came back and said, "Surely that's up to Butlins." Yeah. <laughs> as in, you're yeah. going to be playing Butlins. <laughs> it was very funny. You need to be there. You need to be there. Um, no, he, he <coughs> that is very funny. I, it took a little while. But yeah, I, got, <laughs> I could see. I could see it going like through buttons, your head. There. I was like, yes. Am I old enough to? Yes, I do get this reference. <laughs> Surely, Butlins. Well, of course, where, you wouldn't know what Butlins was. Where is he playing though these days? <laughs> um, I do. I, I do know. Uh, I get it. Yes. <laughs> it took me a minute, but it is very funny. Yes. A holiday camp in the style yes. in the style that some of those yes. concentration camps those. in Germany were holiday camps too. Um, but I uh, know, to be fair, you know, those I mean, wonderful entertainers. Exactly. Yes. It, it, it was. It, it's an, and they still have them over in the UK. Do they, they have I mean, butlins? Butlins and pontoons and whatever. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay, You'd never have entered those places. I I never had. I to. went to Guatemala on my holidays, <laughs> not butlins. I used to go to Bandoran. All right. Yeah, it's great. Oh, of course. Up, up, up where your dad is from. Yeah, yeah. it's deadly. So you didn't have to go to, to Butlins. It's great. My aunt lived there. Oh, we had, uh, yeah, brilliant summers on the beach. I told you before, my mate is the uh, is the chief tourism tourist officer, officer up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Shane Smith. He used to work with him in Q102 in Dublin. Well, Shane. And he used to be on um, on Ocean FM, the r- local radio oh, station. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is somewhere I'd love to live, actually. I've the never Quincy. been. And he keeps saying, you got to come up. And I've never been up there. Great place to surf. Hmm. You do the bit of surfing, though, do you? Not well. Yeah, but you do. You were in Hawaii. Of course you were in Hawaii. No. I balance badly. I don't have great balance, uh, which you kind of need. Yeah. But I'm enthusiastic and I'm a year-round swimmer, so the waves don't bother me. You may have a condition if you don't have bad balance. My really? daughter has this condition, and initially it was kind of diagnosed as bendy ankles. She just falls <laughs> over. Now, I would have fallen over a lot as a kid as well. Nothing to do with drink. I hadn't started that. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I can't remember Before what the, it's hyper something or other, oh, and it's okay. it's genuine. You know, I mean, she she will fall over at the drop of a hat. Wow, it's yeah. nothing to do with the inner ear. No, or absolutely not. No, no, no. Wow. The other one has that. Uh, but, but Lisa has this hyper whatever it's called. That's what it was diagnosed, and it is a case of like she she. 
the the ankles can just go, or she she she's she can turn her arm around like fifteen times. Oh, gross! You know no. that kind of way. Yeah, <clears throat> like freaks me it, out. Sorry, Lisa. This, this condition gives you the ability to do things that you probably shouldn't be able to do. I'm not bendy at all, so people who bend, it just feels like it shouldn't be able to happen, just purely because I can't do it. Oh. So, uh, so it makes me feel uncomfortable. Then that's not your problem. Your problem is you just have no balance and can't do the surf. This is true. My is brother's a great surfer. Dave is really good at, at all. So he wouldn't surf much, but he he's, looks he's like he naturally be. good at that stuff. Yeah. He's live. Yeah. He can kind of jump on things. You yeah. know, people who can jump on things. Personal trainer. Things. He's just he's able he's to do this. Able kind to of do stuff. that kind of thing. I'm I'm not, but I'm very enthusiastic about it. You're enthusiastic about most things. This is true. I, I um yeah I will I will enter things. At a at pace. And if you're not good at it, you'll oh, go and well. study it for five years yes. and get a degree in it <laughs> and a master's in it and become good at it. And you no know, one will laugh at me then. Ah, yes, they will not. <laughs> you'll see. You'll all see. Yeah. But it's very enjoyable. It's a very mindful exercise. I, I would imagine I would spend a lot of time falling off the board. I've never tried it. Well, even that's mindful because you can't really focus on anything else. <laughs> you're just falling. So right. it's pretty good. Fair enough. So uh, we'll do a live show. A live surfing a show. A live surfing show from Bundoran. That's it's our the way to goal go. for summertime. I suppose we should try and get back to the subject, shall we? Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, wild card. I have a good wild card. Do you? Yeah, you I do. You go yeah. first. No, 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 I won't. <laughs> it's not that good. Yours is always better. So, off you go. Well, I hope they're not the same. I'm uh, sure no, they're not the same. I guarantee you they're not because I don't look on that weird news story thing that you get yours from. Well, this is from 80skids.com. Oh. Because Dave reminded me that both... Uh, both Dermot Morgan and Frank Kelly passed away on the same day. On the day, same day, that's right. February 28th, although 18 years apart. Yeah. So Dave reminded me on February 28th, and I thought, oh, well, that'll be fun for the show. I will. Yeah, death again. Bring it death up. Death again. Yeah. yeah. Cheer people up. Yes. So, yes, Frank Kelly, Father Jack, died after suffering a heart attack. He also had Parkinson's, which yeah. he revealed in October 2015, and was recovering from bowel cancer. That's a, a rough few years. What a wonderful man. Very nice man. Uh, but everybody says that Everyone mm. says he was An extraordinarily lovely gentleman Only met him a few times But he was he was really nice In what context did you meet him? I met him I met him in a pub Nice um, When we were doing Q102 We, we, we uh, had the station Out in Glenagiri Actually he was in the station And we went out For a bit of lunch afterwards And then another time I think I was I was in four At that stage And he came in With Mr. Tato Oh right He was Mr. Tato's Manager I think Okay uh, And Mr. Tato was going For the presidency of course. And this guy came in in the Mr. Tato suit and he was walking around the station and we were getting pictures taken about it and I was yapping away to Frank. And <laughs> I think we, we, Frank did, did the interview because Mr. Tato couldn't do the interview with whoever was interviewing him on, on radio. Probably um, Tom McCork or something. But uh, there you go. Because Mr. Tato, can he not talk? No, he can't. Tato suit. <laughs> exactly. It's a huge suit. It's very It would big. be really difficult, um, I imagine, being an international diplomat if you, if you had to couldn't wear, talk exactly. and you were in a potato this suit. Is bo- so his manager, a.k.a. Frank Kelly, he did nice. it for and he was in and uh, we got pictures taken out but he was very That's nice that's great very nice everyone says he's absolutely yeah. lovely um, so I have three facts I actually have four facts three and a half facts about Father Ted which I'll oh, fly through right uh, start Morgan. me I'll tell you what just give me a hint and I'll, I'll see if I because I love Father Ted yes I, sh- I was going to do a quiz but then I thought I've been really mean about quizzes recently and maybe Al's not the biggest Ted fan but no, I'll, I'll, I'll have a Ted Al, quiz is, Al is the, the biggest, biggest Ted, Ted fan, fan. Yeah. Uh, Dermot Morgan uh, so I, I don't even know how to make this into a question okay well don't bother <laughs> just, just go ahead I always thought that Father Ted finished because Dermot Morgan died. No, it was finished anyway. Exactly. Yeah. And he died the day after he did, filming. Yeah. Uh, yes, so he died also a day before what birthday? Um, was he 45? Yes, he was. Yes. He died a day before his 46th birthday. He collapsed during a dinner party at his home in Richmond, southwest London. Yeah. My second 
fact is that the show received only two complaints when it first aired. And uh, it is controversial in its portrayal of Catholicism, but only two complaints went into Channel 4. Um, can you imagine what they were? One is obvious, and the other one is funny. I remember the first programme because a mate of mine was in it as an extra. Oh, really? Paul Doyle, yeah. Was that the fairground one It was the fairground one. Yes, yeah. indeed. Oh, spider baby Ted. It's got the head of a, sp- <laughs> head of a baby and the, and the body of a spider. Um... He was the guy who was who was part of the. Uh, he was the sound guy okay. on the on, on the, the, <laughs> the, the TV team. <laughs> yeah, and Paul, he was a lovely fellow. He, he passed away uh, last year. But a really, really nice guy. We worked together on on radio back in the 1980s. Oh wow! And he he also yeah, a really nice guy. But but uh, that's that that was the thing. I remember watching it the first one. And I think that, that's Paul Doyle. That looks like it is. Bloody hell. <laughs> But um, where, what was the question again? I've gone <laughs> off on one there. Two complaints. It had two yes. complaints. Um, one about the... Uh, could we have a nurse to the Hall of Goats? <laughs> the first complaint was it was too anti-Catholic. And right. the second complaint was that it was too pro-Catholic. <laughs> right. So there you go. So well, then they cancelled the, yeah, cancel <laughs> each other out. And my final fun fact, I have two, uh, is uh, what is Mrs. Doyle's first name? Oh, God. Never revealed in the show, but revealed in the script. I don't know. Her first name was, have a guess. Assumpta. Joan. Joan. Joan Doyle. God There oh you go. My, I didn't know that. Fairly... Tame. It is fairly tame. I yeah. thought it would be something more hardcore. But then hardcore. why wouldn't it be? Yeah, why wouldn't it be? And my last thing before I take all your time is no, where all. is the largest lingerie department which features heavily in A Christmassy Ted? It's in... Is it in Westport? It is close to Westport. It is actually the Dunn stores Morris? in Ennis. Ennis, damn it! And I did know that. <laughs> my daughter is going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Eve Now what we do on Christmas Eve is We watch the TED special Do you watch it on RT too? Um, or to generally yes I used to do the, the intro year. to that Every year I say the same thing Every single year And what did you say Neve, in, your, in, your, in your continuity voice? Well on RT too It's time for a trip to Ireland's largest lingerie department And I have some different line at the end In a very Christmas Eve tent Or whatever it was <laughs> That's not in your, in your continuity voice That's you Taking off a continuity <laughs> voice Give it in the continuity voice please No in RT See RT too is more colloquial It's more like down with the kids okay. RT1 is yeah so you're watching RTE2 it'd be more like that okay <laughs> now on two it's Christmas Eve where else are you gonna go but Ireland's largest lingerie department a very Christmassy whatever it's called a Christmassy Ted or something that was brilliant <laughs> RT2 is about be, trying to sound as natural as possible okay and then uh, the RT1 continuity radio television RT uh, about priests Show Ted Ernolik. That would be my RT. That was very good. Thank you. That was that was exceptional. I can't beat that. I know we got a couple of minutes to go, but it, I, I'm no, I'm afraid. I did do it for over ten years. Yeah, but the RT one. That that's that's spectacular. <laughs> very impressive. It's now the Angelas. Dong. <laughs> They'll never have me back now. Oh, they'll never have me back now. Oh, no. But it was a wonderful time, and I watched lots of Christmas Eve Ted. Yes. It was a wonderful job. So you you generally worked on Christmas Eve? I always worked on Christmas Eve for whatever reason. And I always felt like what, I, I didn't it, mind them. Was there extra money in it, or was it because they couldn't get anybody else? I never minded taking the bullet because I was one of the youngest. I was probably the youngest there. Yeah. And I was in my early 20s, and I thought, I don't have kids. Someday, I might have kids. Yeah. And I would like someone to take the bullet for me for mm. Christmas Eve. So I always took it. Christmas Day. Chris, I, do, I do a load. It's If you're a full-time announcer, it's every second year you do yeah. Christmas Day. Or something like that. Every second year, you get this short straw. But I just always thought gosh you're faggot 
I live in Dublin. Yeah. I don't have kids. It's, it's, it's a Christmas gift to everybody, but I also want to get paid, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> um, no, I used to be the same. I didn't work mind, but didn't mind working Christmas Day on the radio either, just for a couple of hours. Yeah, it's actually quite nice to get yeah, a break from absolutely. it all. Well, yeah. th- th- there's that as well. But it's always, it's it's a very, um, it's it's a nice time to work. People who are ringing in or whatever, they're all nice. Oh, You're nice. not getting any yeah. people calling you an idiot. Walking, at walking, working Christmas Day, there's always a good feeling. There's always a good, yeah. good cheer around the place. Hmm. Yeah. Indeed. Yes. Your wild card. Uh, my wild I can card. imagine. I know what this is. Do you? Well, I assume. Well, I assume it's a follow-up of the porridge experiment. Oh, damn it. I forgot that. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to hang on to the other one then that I have here. <laughs> Forgot totally. No. Uh, porridge, yes. Thank yeah. you for doing that because otherwise, we don't okay. Last week we did this porridge experiment that, um, and I put the two bowls up, and they didn't look different at all. So you normally have sixty grams. Yes. The thing on the side of of the porridge thing says forty grams. Yes. How do you cook your porridge? Do you do it in the microwave or do you do it in the? Uh, no, I don't use the microwave at all. Okay. For anything. Well, it has to be on the hob. Just for, for clarification, I don't mind the microwave. So okay. <clears throat> I throw it into a cup. Yes. Uh, a, a mug, a half a mug. My half a mug is about 80 grams. Okay, yeah. So I'm having more than you. You are. Um, I think that's I think that's good. The more good stuff you get into earlier on, well, it's the better. Well, du- it's double what they suggest on the side of the bag. Who are these suggestions exactly. for? 30 grams exactly. of cornflakes. Who eats 30 grams of cornflakes? Well, I don't eat cornflakes, so I don't know. I mean, when I wait, I probably have about 70 grams of cornflakes and come back for more. So, and I'm putting a banana but in you, it too. Yeah, well, I put the banana in the porridge as well. So, bottom line, and sorry, I totally forgot about it. Um, and I, I, <laughs> I, what I did was I, I put 60 grams into one bowl and yes. put what I normally put in the other bowl. And they just look the same. I mean, the, the picture's on Twitter if you want to have a look. doesn't look any difference. Different, rather. But but there is, there's a 20, about a 20 gram difference. So I'm eating far too much porridge. Are you? Yeah. I don't think that you are. And you're eating, you're, you I'm thought you were overeating. <laughs> yeah, you're going 60. And I thought, 60? Oh, I'll never do 60. I couldn't possibly eat that couldn't much. Couldn't possibly eat no, that no, no, much. No, no, I really Add worry. another 20. Yeah. But that's okay. I think that, yeah, eat the good stuff. Overload on the good stuff. Uh, get those you know, whatever, complex carbs. I don't know what that is. Early in the morning Ooh. sounds good though. Yeah. And then don't eat the crap later on. But uh, I don't know who these people are who are eating like three and a half grams of porridge in the morning. But the, the 40 grams is half. Maybe it's I just tiny. have a very big bowl or something. Maybe that's <laughs> that, that doesn't look that much in it. But yes, I did experiment. I filled half a cup. Well, I, I, put, oh. my, I put my 60 grams into a cup and it didn't quite fill half. So yes, you are right. You can justify the extra piece, Sony. <laughs> it says on the side of the packet, half a, half cup, a cup, half a cup of, par- <laughs> of of oats and half a cup of milk. Yes, and now if I'm feeling crazy, I put maple syrup on it because it's amazing. You're mad. Or raspberry Why jam. won't you do it in the microwave? We're nearly out. I don't like microwaves as much as I like doing stuff on the hob. It just doesn't feel as natural to me. It's, I know it's weird, but I just like, and I just, I like the way it bubbles. I've been doing it that way for... for do you have a microwave? I have a microwave, but the only reason I keep a microwave is in case I have friends who come over with baby bottles that they want to heat up. That's the only reason I kept the microwave. I You're never really use it. You're not supposed to do baby bottles in the You're microwave. probably not, but friends always come over and yeah. they want to heat stuff up in microwave for babies. No. I don't know what they're heating up I'll for babies. I'll tell you what the problem is. Okay. The, the issue EPA? is... It, no, no, it doesn't It doesn't heat, it doesn't heat uh, the same all over. Oh. So it can be very hot in the middle or very hot on the outside and cool on the inside. So what we've so you can, here is my friends are bad parents. Yes, is what I'm okay. saying. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure that that, that, that that particularly milk. They might stir it though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I had a microwave from before and I just kind of kept it in case anyone ever wanted it, but it's in a cupboard. It's not out. Hidden We'd away. never use it. No, no, no. Well, the cook, no. Would, the cook wouldn't use it, would she? No, no. Or he. 
nobody, none of us would use a microwave. Exactly. Nothing against microwaves. It's just I like I like the old-fashioned way. Mm. I like the misery of making porridge. Here, there we are, back to Mrs. Doyle. <laughs> I like the misery of making tea. <laughs> I like having that horrible stuff to scrape off the pot afterwards, having to leave it steeping for ten minutes while pretending to to um, that I'm going to clean it, but I'm not. I'm going to run away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Blame the dog. <laughs> yes. Stevie did it. Does the dog do the uh, do the porridge? She loves a bit of porridge every once a week, kind of. She wouldn't give it to her much, but she's yeah. I think they can eat a little bit of porridge. The internet told me that dogs can eat a whole bit of if porridge. If the internet says if that. If the internet says it, you got to believe correct. it. Yep, that's true. Okay, we're over time as usual. As usual. Um, <laughs> but your suggestions and stories are always welcome at lookit at uniquemedia.ie if you want to email us with the permission of a parent or guardian, as I always say for my kids' shows. Awesome. Uh, so you can also follow us on Twitter, where Mel is tweeting up a storm, which is incredibly impressive, at lookitpodcast. Subscribe and leave a rating or review of your on your podcast platform of choice. You so totally screwed that, that up. Line. Sorry, do it again. <laughs> <coughs> Subscribe and leave a rating or review on your podcast platform of choice. Beautiful. Terms and conditions apply. No terms and conditions apply. All terms and conditions apply. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. We'll be back next week. I'm Aldo. I'm Neve Bennett. And I have two good pieces for next week in the wild card. I could hardly that wait. Was in years. <laughs> and no experiments <laughs> next week. See you then. Bye. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. We listen. Produced by Unique Media.